This podcast is part of the Big Heads Media Podcast Network. Go to BigHeadsMedia.com for more great podcasts. The Cultural Podcast, Episode 85. Listeners, ciao. Thanks for tuning in. We've got a lot to get to this week. It's been a little while since we've had a pod. It's been three weeks since the last time we came out for a recording, as obviously everything is still uh, on halt, on pause in Italy. No games as of yet, but there is some positive news. There is a plan in place, a plan to resume to action. Um, so we'll talk about how social distanced training is going to work. And we'll talk about some of the challenges in play in order to see out the Serie A season and the European football seasons at large. We'll also talk about Moiskian. Moiskian in uh, on Mezi's side has been a naughty boy. He uh, he had a little party, which you're not supposed to do, but it was a party with a twist. It was a it was a party of the adult variety. We'll talk about Moiskian and the situation. Is he the next Mario Balotelli? Does this spur uh, more trouble for him? We'll talk about how the news uh, of the party happening even got out. He may have gotten snaked. We'll talk about that. A lot of news from the UK, actually. We'll give a full review and breakdown of Sunderland Till I Die as Season 2 just recently came out. Nick and I both watched it, and we had some thoughts about how the club is being run. So stay tuned for that. We also have a whole new segment. A little bit different to what we've normally done. It's a little bit more playful. We think you're going to really enjoy it. We had a lot of fun doing it. Um, so stay tuned to hear what it is that we have in store for you. Plus, as always, we have Heroes Tronzo and the all-new Carol Baskin of the week. So let's not waste any more time and get right into it. All right, let's go. Però, catenazzo che donna sei. Io delle donne non mi fido. Corteggiamento è un rito, troppo spesso si finisce che una donna ti tradisce e non mi importa se son bionde, non mi importa se son more, a me basta che siano tonde e disposte a far l'amore io da bambino, veramente fui cacciato dalla scuola perché la professoressa mi faceva molto gola quando facevo il militare, poi la moglie del tenente mi faceva il bambino di una presa tra la gente, perciò bambine, se sono qui per te stasera è una fortuna. Andiamo! Let's go, Nick. Let's go. All right, buddy. How you doing? Doing well. Uh, doing well. Uh, we're gonna talk about some good news-ish, I guess. Maybe some uh, potentially sp- some potentially good news uh, coming out of uh, Italy. Some excited for that. I'm cautiously optimistic for that. TBD. Yeah. Um, you know, we're 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 uh, we're only doing these pods every couple of weeks now, so. Um, obviously with no games going on, it's a little bit slower than usual, but with the big gaps in between pods, a lot can happen and a lot can change and a lot has changed since the last time we spoke. So, uh, let's, uh, let's have a good pod, buddy. Let's enjoy it. Let's, uh, let's, uh, let, let's, let's keep it as light as we can. I mean, fuck, I'm not seeing you anymore. So, um, I'll have to settle for a zoom call face to face. We're doing it over video. Again. You are let's- seeing me digitally. Digitally, I want to, you know, I want to, I want to, I want to give you a big bear. I I miss, I miss, I miss physical contact, man. I want to give you a big bear hug. Um, I want to get, I listen, social distancing. I give you, I give you a haircut if I could. I mean, we only live 10 minutes away, but we're, we're respecting, we're respecting rules and regulations. Um, what would you do for a haircut right now, Nick Gentiletti? What would you give? Well, you know what? I, for the time being, I did a, a salvageable job on myself. So I right forgot. Now I'm fine. That's true. I forgot. But, um, you, you did you did try to get by? You went very sh- you went very short. I mean, it's it's been like not, on purpose, and- not on not on purpose. Not on not on purpose. Still pretty tight. <laughs> but did I not did I not warn you? I said just just shave it all on the sides and keep the link. No, so okay. it's going to come to that because no, no, no. you're going to keep correcting it, correcting so, it. And eventually there's going to be nothing left on the sides anyway. So save it time. By the way, listeners, even, listeners, no, Sam, welcome, to episode, because, welcome to episode number 85. 
Listen, it wasn't, no, stop interrupting me. It wasn't because, it wasn't because I was trying to do something that I wasn't capable of doing. It was literally because I think the clipper, (laughs) the clipper like moved down like a bunch of, a bunch of notches without me really realizing. And then when I switched hands, those are the nuances. Mm, those are the nuances that, that you bad. have to. Those are the nuances that you have to be mindful of when you do when you when you go down that road. When you have a shitty one. clipper. When you have a so, shitty clipper. I warned you. Um. So yeah, as I was trying to interrupt Nick to get uh, to get off my chest here. Welcome, listeners, episode number eighty-five of the Cultural Podcast. Uh, Sam Adamo coming at you. We're uh, we're happy to give you a, a second episode in 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 a full episode anyway in quarantine. A second uh, a second full edition, I guess, of the pod. The last time that we, the last time that we that we did a pod. Just before officially going into lockdown, it was basically, I mean, like the, the end, the end was there. I mean, you know, the, 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 devil, much the devil, the devil was knocking at our door, but we've officially been in quarantine for, uh, for two pods now. It's been almost, been almost two months of this shit, my guy. I think six, seven weeks, six so, to seven I'm weeks. losing track of time at this point. But, Mid, uh, it started mid-March. So. But uh, listen, we, we do have some, we do have some news to get to. We have an exciting, uh, we have an exciting pod lined up. We have a lot of cool things we want to talk about. We have a, uh, we have a new segment we want to try to bring into the fray a little bit later. But uh, why don't we get to some news? So yeah, you were talking about how how shit's looking a little bit more up than it was a couple of weeks ago because the Fiji Chi has proposed that the city uh, tentatively uh, resume training or that the clubs tentatively resume training in an effort to Wait, eventually return to action. Let's get this right. Let's get this right. Is it the is it the footballing association or is it the government? I think it's the government. I believe they're I think in it's contact with each other. They're probably yeah, they're probably in contact with each other, but I, it's the government that came out and said this. It's not like uh, the FIGC is just like proposing this. Like the You're government fully. No, no, no. I'm, uh, you, you could double check me on the spot me, here, the, No, the, the 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 prime minister of uh, of Italy. I believe he said. I have it down here. I believe he said that, here too. Uh, the plan is that May fourth, uh, players will be allowed to start returning to the facilities to train individually so i guess like you know with enough distance between them and the gym or whatnot or like individually on the pitch not like in a team and then i I think it's like the 17th or the 18th i I don't have the it's one of those two days uh and ideally if all goes to plan uh they could start practicing and then hopefully the the goal with it would be very congested uh, fixture wise but the goal would be to continue in june so that's what we know so far I mean, here, here's the issue. Um, there's a plan in place, so I just confirmed. Yeah, it's, it's the FGG that has a commission together, and they're trying to they're trying to salvage the season. It's unclear how they would go about doing it. Wafa came out the other day and said that in the event that a governing body, a footballing governing body, needs to cancel the season and determine a winner, they should do so on sporting merit, or rather, they determine that anyone who gets into Europe should get in on sporting merit. So, what is sporting? Apparently, sporting merit is the table they, or points per game. Now. Yeah, points yeah, per exactly. points per game in the event that there's a team with a game in hand. So that yeah, would mean exactly. that I believe that would mean that nothing know, would move. I don't that, think. That, that nothing would move. Yeah. Juve, Lazio, Inter, and Atalanta would get into the Champions League, and you know that would be that. Now, of course, Lazio are pissed off. Okay, so so yeah, so, yeah. This is so we 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 we've been we've been. I think we mentioned this a couple of weeks ago. But if there's anyone that has a huge a huge stake in all this. Is Lazio right? Because they've had the fairy tale of all seasons. They beat Juve twice. Haven't played them the second time in the league. They beat them in the Supercoppa and they beat them in the league. They could go. They could have gone six points up on Juve, not in the table, but they could have gone six points up in two over two over two fixtures. Um, were they to were they to play out the game that has not played? Now they may yet well do so, but 
it's very unclear. And my, my issue here is like, it, it's good. Listen, it's good that there's a plan in place, but bro, there are so many variables that could fuck up here because what, yeah, what, yeah. it's what, all like, a plan, like, right? It's not, like, it's, it's a, it's a plan. It's not set in stone. So. See the, the issue is they have to resume training on May 4th. Uh, then they go through a two week period, like you mentioned of social distanced training, which I don't even know, which is like oxymoronic. Cause what do you do? So like small side games gone. Like, no, not even. Yeah. I think it would would literally, literally, yeah, it's literally gym work. And like, maybe like you could sprint on the field with a ball on your own. That's about it. So the amount, the amount of, the amount of resources, (laughs) just think about this. Government's having a hard time testing. Government's having a hard time testing citizens. So they're going to have to get private tests to test everybody involved with the football club. We're going to have to get them all, each and every club, into an isolated location. Teams like Lecce that aren't going to have the same budget as, say, a Juve or an Inter or a Milan to go into. Well, so I would assume you know, that, that point that it's probably, but I would say, I would think it's the, it's the league probably that would be spending the money on. I don't think that the clubs themselves would have to spend the money on those testing kits. That wouldn't be fair, obviously. Not the kits. Uh, I'm saying the, the, they would have to go into an actual quarantined, they'd have to go into physical lockdown and you'd have to have people that leave their li- that leave their lives and their families to live with these guys and live in quarantine with them all for the greater good of football now we, we, we we've heard that in roman times what do they say keep keep the populace fed and keep them entertained give them sport and bread and uh y- you know um i don't know and we'll live yeah i i, I mean any and this it's great news for degenerate gamblers apparently it's bad news for any season ticket holders because anyone that has anyone that has a ticket isn't going to be able to go to a game for a very long time. It looks like at least in Europe and and yep. uh, any games that are going to be played are going to be behind closed doors. But yeah, that's not even that's, that's not we're not even we're not even dreaming of that yet. Like, but I mean, the, 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 bro, I mean, it's only going to be a matter of time before one person I know, I know, compromises I know. the whole pool. When 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 Sampdoria play Lecce at a neutral ground in Florence, which is apparently what they're doing is they want to put four neutral grounds aside. I think Firenze, Roma, Napoli, and another city were put aside because they weren't at the epicenter of the break. Again, that's an, it's an idea. It's not, uh, they, it's not like a, for, that's not a formal plan. That's just like a, an idea. So what happens when a broadcaster or an equipment guy comes down with the virus and uh, test positive, then the whole city, it's me, the, the, no, not, the, not the even whole, that. The whole, the whole league goes into lockdown. Holy yeah, exactly. Water. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, thought, I thought you were just going to say the city. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought you were just going to say the city. I no, meant the no, little no, virtual sure. city that they will have created. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everyone he will have come into contact. That was the issue with Inter playing Juve behind closed doors. Rugani uh, got, got, you know, got probably had the virus at, and or, or was a carrier at the time. And, and it, of course, and that was that was a major issue. That was a major issue. I remember a lot of people were freaking out. By the way, shout out to Daniele Rugani. Who would have thought at the start of the season that Daniele Rugani would be the guy to have the biggest impact on the U.S. squad this season? Mm-hmm. <laughs> on the league. <laughs> who would have thunk it? Who would have thunk it? He was the first. Uh, that's sad. <laughs> he was Serie A patient zero. He's a, he's a, he was a trendsetter, my guy. But uh, yeah, listen. Maybe uh, he got it from dipping his pizza in coffee. You ever see that picture? What? circulating on the internet no. you've never seen that no you've never no. seen that there's an infamous picture that's gone around on twitter like multiple times of him dipping a piece of pizza in his espresso at least he wasn't dipping it in a cappuccino maybe i don't know maybe it wasn't clear but uh cappuccino. Form, well, i mean if you're having any, pizza, form, well, any well, form of country so if you, any if, form if you of can't, coffee, sorry if you can't have a cappuccino afternoon in italy because it's bad form and because it's too much milk and it's bad for your digestion is it okay to have pizza with a cappuccino if it's in the morning, if you're having pizza for breakfast the next day? So I'm doing some investigative research and I'm, I'm double checking my picture right now. And it is in fact, 
a uh, cappuccino. It's a cappuccino. Money. Yeah. That's yeah. that's that's a yeah. tough look. Um, yeah. Yeah. But uh, and it's a thick. It looks like a piece of focaccia, like a thick piece. Not not that like it being thin would would make it any better, but just he wasn't, at least scene. he wasn't doubling up on the dairy. By the way, um, I, I'm sorry. Yeah. I mean, if if we do wind up posting up these uh, this 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 pod and in video format in any capacity, uh, it'll be it'll be one it'll be one angle, no cutaways, uh, straight 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 pigeon. Pigeon, pigeon. It's gonna be. I was gonna say pigeon editing. There's gonna be no editing. It's gonna be just probably just go straight up on YouTube. We're going on a year almost of no YouTube videos here. But sorry that the stair that I have a staircase in the background. I, I really wanted to display our Sunday League trophy cabinet behind me, but the lighting wasn't good. But I got I got the trophy here for good measure, and I got the Makeda jersey, which has it's. You're reading it backwards if you're seeing this, but it's uh, it's got its honorary place in uh, in the trophy cabinet of uh, Società Sportiva Calcio Bomber. Our Sunday League team. Uh, to that effect, we we want to get to we want to get to a new segment uh, that we that we that we kind of came up with organically this week. Um, I was scrolling Twitter and I saw something. We'll get to it when we get to the to, to, to the countdown, and I'll kind of explain which what the catalyst was of all this. But I had an idea. I had a moment of clarity. I said, Nick, what do you think of this? He was all for it. So we're gonna go ahead and do this. It's a new segment. Uh, we don't really have a name for it. We don't know if we're gonna do this again. Maybe we'll do it with non-cultural related stuff, but. We are going to do a, in this case, anyway, we're going to do, do a list of top five uh, characters that you see at Sunday League slash Calcetto five aside. Uh, Love it. Yeah. So, so. We're, yeah, exactly. We're, so this is a five aside we're, we're team. Doing, we're yeah, going to wind up having go. a five aside team. It's not always going to be a five. I guess we'll do a, maybe we'll always do a five aside team. So it'll be the top five. So it'll be a five, the five, the five aside of whatever. So it'll be like the, the but, five But you know what though? Of, but. Five, five aside, but let's not. Uh, doesn't we don't always have to, have pick to be specific players. positions, but this, yeah, exactly. Got it. Perfect. No, no, but like in, for future reference, we could do. Top I know, but five like we're we're not building. Uh, we're not we're not building like an inverted pyramid. Uh, two at the back over here. We need to make sure we take it. No, like we're. Well, maybe we are. Aside. Maybe we are. We have our. T- we yeah. have creative tactical inadvertently. In, 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 inadvertently. Whatever. Yeah, sure. Whatever. Sure. We're going purely off of characters here. So. Yep. Perfect. So. so um, do you want to so flip you wanna, a coin to see who goes first? Don't flip a coin. Coins are dirty. Coins are filthy. Uh, the global pandemic. Maybe maybe it's been in my house. Roll a dice or something. I don't know. What about rock? Listen, rock paper scissors live on the pod. One second. Rock. rock no, no, no. Rough radio. We got a coin right here. We got a coin right here. Okay. Filthy. I'm never okay. coming to your house again. So if it's been in my room for months. Heads I um, win. Heads I win. Tails you lose. Okay. Heads. So. Imagine heads if we're not posting this video, people. Right, flip, and the flop. I'm not moving it. It is tails. That is tails. I said tails, you lose. So uh, no, you did not. No, you did not. You roll the tape. I heads, said, I win. Ta- heads, I win. Heads, I win. Okay, yeah. so Jenna, let you go first. So this is the five-a-side team of uh, guys, characters, you- guys that you'll see or come across at yeah. Sunday League or five-a-side. Seven aside, yeah. whatever the case may be. Any mm-hmm. any beer league cultural action. Nick, go okay, first. I'll go first. So I think my number one pick, which is a hundred percent probably my favorite. I would I know it's a bold take, but that's what I'm gonna go with. Um, the grossly overweight goalkeeper who's amazing on seven aside nets, but you know that when it transitions to an eleven aside game, this man is as good as a cone. That guy. 
the guy with the rock hard gut that doesn't move when he's, he's running he's out get, of his net. He's he, getting, he gets, he's getting he somehow dang, gets you, you down get, so fast. He somehow gets down so fast on the seven to side nets. He stops everything, and you don't understand how. That's, you, that's you get a guy. You get a guy. You get a guy. You get a guy who's that size on an eleven to side pitch, though, and you have a guy on the opposition team with a little bit of technique. He's doinking him every single time oh, from yeah, thirty yeah, yards out, and he's he's, he's not he's not he's not backtracking the time. Okay, so so who's the player that you have in mind then? So what the so you have the character, and you need to come up with a player that best suits it. So if you're building a team, oh, like a real life player, that was that's the deal. You got to come up with something. I didn't know so, that. I didn't know that. We were so we miscommunicated this is, a little. This bit is there. the one that's tough. This is the toughest one, I think. I I agree. It's got to be on the list, but it's a tough one because these guys are ideally pro athletes. These guys are pro athletes, so you don't really have anyone that's grossly overweight. Um, so you got to think it's got to be someone in Calcio. I'm putting you on the spot here, but that's no, not 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 that guy. The the goalie that played for Hungary that wore sweatpants. Gabor Kirali. He was the first guy that came. He definitely was carrying some extra weight too. Okay. Done. Uh, I'll go with I'll I'll start off with a goalkeeper as well, just because I feel like I need some kind of tactical balance. I'll just go with I'll just go with the old like the you know you know typically obviously you have guys of any age and I know what you're going side. Um, but you want you know ideally a team that has success is going to have some legs, right? They're not going to be fucking sixty or sixty yep. years old, right? Uh, but the goal so the goalkeeper okay playing with a bunch of young guys, but he's yep. like middle aged and bald. Yeah. Okay. So, so the team, so the team, the team is a is a typical age of what you would see for a competitive team, maybe even like 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 well, the, competitive the average, for the average age of a pro team, the a team of twenty eight guys the in their prime. Competitive within the context of a of a Sunday league is what a, you're saying. A team of twenty eight year olds who would be <laughs> yeah. in their prime if they were pros. Goalkeeper is forty nine and bald. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll yeah, go with. Yeah. So I'll take Pepe Reina. It's got to be Pepe Reina. Okay. He's, he, he's my goalkeeper, bald thumb, uh, who, by the way, released an unreal self-awareness. 90, I mean, if we're, making, if we're going to make this guy a FIFA card, 99 self-awareness. He, he, lined up, he lined up three eggs, inserted his bald head, just kind, of, just kind of at the horizon of the table so that you couldn't tell that his head was among the eggs. And then eventually after like, the beat dropped of a song that was going on, boop, he just pops up and you could see that it was his bald egg head. And uh, he just started dancing, man. He's very, we've been calling him an egg head for how long have we been calling him Umpty Dumpty? A, half a long time. A long time. Signed? A thumb. Uh, I don't know what. Is he signed for Milan? Okay, yeah. so are we going? Uh, are we going snake draft, or are you going? Are we going back and forth here? It's only fair. no. We're gonna we'll go back and forth, right? Okay. I've, okay. I, I won the coin. Okay. Who's your second pick? I am gonna go with um, the absolute unit at center back, who is often overweight as well, but not always. He could just sometimes be a very big guy. But the absolute unit at center back, who has rocks for feet and looks like he needs oil <laughs> in his hips. And uh, that guy, I love not, nothing better than that guy because uh, honestly, just like the fat goalkeeper, somehow he ends up being really good. I don't know how, when, especially when you play on on, yeah. the, on our seven aside pitches, or I guess we could even say five aside pitches here. Yeah, hundred uh, percent. Somehow he just he has. We're amazing, on a five aside pitch, so this is like the, this is the even smaller like 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 futsal goal. Oh, so forget see. it. The overweight goalkeeper, you can't you can't <laughs> he's, physically. He's your number one pick. Score. You can't I don't care. I don't care. Score. I don't care if you're 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 Roberto Firmino. You're Roberto Firmino. Your name are Roberto Firmino and and Gabriel Jesus in the favelas in Brazil. You're still not getting by that guy. You can't. He, he <laughs> simply takes it's up too much. Yeah, too it's much, physically impossible. <laughs> the area available. This is to science. Is, 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 this is, is science. Is less than that of the ball. Yeah, hundred percent. High school um, science, mass and volume and all that shit. Right, all that's all that good stuff. So who gets into your team? 
so uh, for me, right away, the fr- I mean, now that you put me on the spot, because I don't know, we have to actually pick you, real players. You, you, you got to start right away, the wheels now because this so, is going to no, come right back. For me, it's, uh, it's Phil Jones. Phil Jones from Man United. That, you got to keep it calcio, man. You got to keep it calcio. No, calcio I can't. Over. I can't. You're putting me on the spot. If I knew I'll this give you, beforehand, I'll you a I It's got to be Andrea Barzali. Look, I'll throw you a bone. No, Andrea, Barza- no. Andrea Barzali Disrespect. in 2018. You didn't say yeah. he was bad. You just said he has like... Yeah, but he didn't have rocks for feet. He didn't have rocks for feet. He was heavy. He, was, he had heavy steps. He was a heavy-stepped individual. I don't know if I agree with that. You got to go with Andrea Barzali. You got you to come, come up with guys on the spot here because I have specific players lined up for each position. So you better... You better oh, you better I didn't know them. about that. So Okay. Go. Well, what we could do is we can collaborate and we can come up with because we're going to wind up having ten guys in in total. So if you need a hand, I'll give you an apple. Okay. okay. Um, my second guy is the. So you're going to notice a common theme here. Uh, you had the fat goalkeeper, wait, you had the fat wait. defender, <laughs> and now I'm coming at you with the the fat striker. I'm coming yeah, at the you fat with the striker. He does play striker, but he's so I'm going to give you a quick physical. Okay. I knew it. Gonna, I knew. I'm give you a quick. I'm going to give you a quick. Uh, what do they call? It? A description, a description. I guess you, can, you don't, you know, when, when you got it, when you got to give, a, when you got to give a, a profile, okay? Like there a you go. Police profile. An Guys, archetype. Barrel chested. Chested or gutted? Barrel chested, big gut. Doesn't matter. I mean, can't gut. Can't can move well, okay? Can move well. He rips. He rips pints after the game. Okay, he could be Irish. He could be if you mean if you're in Philadelphia, New York, Montreal, Toronto. He could be. He could be. He could be a Joe Mingia. He could be a Joe Mingia from the cafe. Um, you know, obviously, so it doesn't get around the pitch well, right? He's fucking massive, no speed, but the guy in his prime. Okay, his touch has not left him. His his shot power technique, has not left just him. Just technique Definite. in general. So he technique. stands still, he pivots, and he just fucking rips him. Just quick rips, touch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You play, you every play off him. Every league has one of these guys. Every you league play has off one him. of these guys. He takes every penalty, every free kick, and he's scoring them every single yeah. time. Okay, the yeah. first guy I thought of, and the guy who spurred on this, this, whole, this whole list, this initiative, was Fabrizio Micoli. Because I saw a tweet. At the end of his career, at the end of his career. throughout his career, he was always a big. But he was fat. No, but but he on. was kind of fast. But Fabrizio, though. but hang on, Fabri- but The whole point is, obviously, they were good at one point. Fabrizio Micoli's technique was elite. But now, have you looked at the guy on his Instagram? Okay, he's got, now, his, now, he's got his own. Yeah. He's got his own wine line. So here's what spurred it on, man. He's got his own line of wine. He's in quarantine on his balcony with his kid named Diego after Diego Maradona, which is the most southern Italian thing to do ever. Uh, and he's just playing keepy uppies with him, and he's his skill match. He was just sending outside the footballs down his deck and skimming the edge of his balcony. So he still got it, but he so he posed in a picture advertising like a soccer cap or something that he has, and he had like double Oreo in mano. He had double Oreo, so he's massive. It was, it was huge. Just, it was huge. huge. I don't even know if that's a North Ameri- I don't even know if that's a North American product. No. Maybe I don't know if we put that picture up, but I oh, no, I did. I tweeted, like I tweeted it. Out. I tweeted it out. So the guy's massive now, but you'd still, he'd, be your night, he'd be your worst nightmare in Sunday League. So yeah, Fabrizio yeah. Micoli. I, I love those guys because uh, like, I love those guys. Yeah. yeah, like you know they were a beast at one point. And like, they, they still are. They just have the most unreal technique. <laughs> yeah. It is like they is. score the craziest bangers. That's what yeah, it that's is. That's a good pick. That's okay. a good pick. Okay, Nick, um, come back at us. Okay. Uh, I'm going to go with the uh, Cristiano Ronaldo wannabe. Every Sunday League has a CR7 wannabe. He obviously takes number seven. You know he put up a hissy fit with the rest of his team to get it. He pulls his socks all the way up to his knees. 
He wears he hikes Nike, his shorts up. He hikes his shorts up. He wears Nike Mercurials, but probably the worst version of them that costs like sixty bucks because it's Sunday League. Um, or he or goes, he still he, goes he all out. I've seen right guys. I, I've seen guys who still go all out. You're, you're you're basically describing you're basically describing me, but but a little less skilled and hence uh, in a more defensive role. No, but to not to. No, like I agree. Yeah, you maybe you could put yourself there, but not to this extent. There's always the guy that wears the number seven. Like when he takes his free kicks, he has to stand uh, uh, with Real Madrid tracksuit. Real Madrid tracksuit. You went to tracksuit before the game. He shows up in a in a Ronaldo jersey. Uh, he probably has a he's very a outdated he's a hairstyle. He's a Portugal. He probably fan. has a he probably has a very outdated hair. He has like the old outdated Ronaldo hairstyle. Um. Yeah, so I'm gonna go with him, and so who, who uh, I, I makes don't know it to who. your to your. To, so, be, are you gonna put Cristiano, or are you gonna put a guy who has so closely tried to model his game after him, but so clearly isn't? I'm gonna give it to Andre Silva. I'm gonna give it to Andre Silva just because I'm salty that he failed at Milan, and he kind of does try to be a pretty boy, and he just doesn't really score. I think that's. A, I think I think that's a Portugal cop. I think that's a Portugal cop. I'm gonna go with him. I, I think you got to give it to Cristiano. I think you got to say just Cristiano Ronaldo up outright. You have to give it to him because this is a team of pros. I don't want to be. He's not a want to be. You should have thought it out more. Okay, if it's you come up with loose some, rules. If you come up with someone better for that one, I'm all for it. Um, okay, there you go third pick for you. Um, you always have that one guy. We have, we've all seen it. Okay, every team, every couple of teams. Okay, uh, especially if you have a team of younger guys, every team has a number 69. You've got number 69 on. The majority of teams in Sunday League, the guy yep. thinks he's fucking jokes. He's usually yeah. like he's usually like twenty one years old, or alternatively, you have like like a forty five year old that's still wearing number sixty nine. He's a bachelor, <laughs> and he he still he still he still gambles with the boys uh, at the bar every week, and he wears number sixty nine in Sunday League. There, we we there there's always a number sixty nine. Yep, a hundred percent. Five aside, always always so. Um, that's that's gotta be that's gotta be. I'm torn here between Marco Borriello or Christian Vieri, one or the other. The two they biggest. Have... They didn't wear number sixty nine, but you know that if they weren't pro footballers, they're like que fati, they're, They are que fatica la vita da bomber. No, I think you, you gotta give it to Dragovski at that point. He actually that's, wears sixty nine. That's too low hanging fruit. That's too low hanging fruit. We already we already established that Dragovski. You just said you reason. just said you just said the Ronaldo lookalike comparison is Ronaldo. That's not a cop out. But I think picking there's the guy so who many act- players. No, nah, have- these rules are broken. I think there are so are- many players that try. These rules are so broken. We're you gonna have to reset the rules for the next time we do this shit. You know who your Cristiano Ronaldo type is? It's Hakim Mastur. That's who it is. He's I all was flash. thinking that, but it's He's not. Though. Good- it's not. I almost had the guy that's skill and dazzle and nothing else, and I think. That kind of morphs nicely, but you're yeah, CR7 want to be. It's got to be Hakim Mastur. Uh, if I'm making the visual, I'm putting Mastur slash Silva. But yeah, no, my my 69 has to be Borrell. It's 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 a it's a mix of Borrell okay. and Vieri. Uh, okay. He's got two heads. It's a it's a it's a Hydra with two with two heads. Vieri on okay. one side and Bobo on the other. Or the better yet, it's the two of them on a Vespa, um, one behind the other, which they're known to do in Miami, yelling "Attaccare!" Attaccare! Um, yeah, no, they're just, just absolute, right. absolute pussy monsters. Um, All right, and, so, and three, uh, so three picks each. Yeah. Um, 
Okay, my fourth one is specific to uh, North American Sunday League, just because this wouldn't really apply if uh, if we're in Brit in in England, really, or anywhere in the UK for that matter. Um, but I have um, the 50 year old Brit who shouts at his team all game like he's Steven Gerrard, but he's actually the worst player on the team. There's always an English every in, nor- in North in North America. Yeah, always. There's, there's always, always one. There's always one on, on always. in every all. And he, he always sucks. He's so bad. But he, so who is it in a cultural context then? It's got to be like the one English guy you have. In, is, it, is, it, is it like Ashley Young? Uh, no, that's recency. I think that's recency bias. How many English? Um, no, many, but it doesn't, it doesn't have to be an English guy. Just think of like a guy who's like super vocal. I don't know, maybe criticizes and just sucks. Or we could cop out and go for an English guy. I don't care. Who, who's, an, who's, an, who's an English guy in City? Yeah, who's like the chief, but oh. not. Oh no, not the chief. Pa- past uh, or present? He's got. He's, he's can be. It can be anyone. Oh, fuck, I. Uh, I honestly don't know. I think you got to give it to. You got to give it to. That's tough. Just give it to Ashley Young, man. Give it to Ash Young. He's the one Brit in the team. You could just put the one sure. Brit in the team. Yeah, he's Cop the one out, Brit in though. the team. How he plays doesn't, doesn't matter. Just the one. The one Brit. All right. Like the character type British. That's and it. he's old. All right. Ashley, Ashley, Ashley Young is up there, ironically. Four. Uh, okay, number four for me, just the absolute psycho. A psycho. Wait, what position? You know? <laughs> ah, okay, I had this one too. Center, but I had center, center, center back or defensive mid. Okay. I'll probably yeah, yeah, say yeah. Okay, fine, mid. fine. That's, uh, he's no, 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 but it's, it's good. You didn't, you didn't, no, you don't have to specify position because it could be in any position. My pick, which is gone now, it's out te- the window. Sorry, mine was going to be the absolute psycho striker who tries to break the center back's legs, but... You're right. There could be I'm a say, cycle at any I think, position. I so. think it's too. I think it's too similar. I think, you, but I think you got the guy that's out for blood. Maybe has a. Maybe has. Maybe has a record. Is maybe done time. Uh, every every or maybe he's just maybe he's just a hardo who, you know, who 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 acts apart but really will never follow through. But he's always fucking threatening you. He's calling you yeah. a hero de puta. Yeah. Uh, so I'm thinking it's gotta be. It's I'm gonna give it to Felipe Melo. Juve like flop. Gary Medel. Gary Medel. Gary, I'm I'm going Felipe Melo. This it's my pick. I'm going Felipe, Felipe Melo. Melo. You remember when did he he did he kick Nigel De Jong like in the chest or something? No, or Nigel I, De, Nigel De Jong. No, no, Nigel De Jong did that Alonso. in the World Cup. I know, I know he did. I know he did. But for some reason, I feel like Felipe Melo did that to Nigel De Jong too when he was on like Galatasaray. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe it wasn't him, but like he's had some like horror like horror red cards that's a yeah that's a good one another guy who has great self-awareness too. his uh his toilet paper challenge a few weeks ago rather than juggling it he just said fuck it threw the paper on the floor kind of turned around like he was gonna walk away and then nope he just did a 180 and he just two-footed it he two-footed it like he would in a game and he would still do that in sunday league he'd be a total (laughs) psycho he's got tats brazilian yeah no felipe melo all the way (laughs) gentiletti who's your fifth and final member of the team. I don't know how yeah, your team so, is shaping up tactically. I just put I, I put strikers before defensive mid here, so this is going to be an interesting team. I think I am accidentally inverting the pyramid here. I have I mean, a, who knows. We're I have a one-two right now. Being innovative. Um, okay, I don't, so this last one isn't really going to necessarily work with all of your picking a player uh, to to you know represent them in real life, but uh, there's always that one guy that you're playing. You know, you're playing a team in Sunday League, and you're like didn't that guy ref us last week? And you're like, oh, yeah, like he did. And there's always that one guy in your league who's always the ref, and he's usually a terrible ref. And it just, like, gets awkward when you play against him. And it's like, yeah. That, that, has, happened, that has happened 
multiple times to, to us. Yeah. That has happened to us <laughs> yeah. like three times. Uh, um, Mike Dean, because Mike Dean is basically the he's basically the twelfth man for Tottenham. Yeah, yeah, and not not culture though, breaking your own rules again. So you're I'm, all over the map. I'm here. giving you. You're, I'm doing. Listen, I'm doing the best we can. I'm doing the best. I'm doing. I'm doing the best I can with what you're giving. That's a good one though. That is a good one, but it's really tough to come up with a player that would that would yep. kind of fit that mold. Um, but, but 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 yeah, maybe you maybe like a maybe. Who's 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 a ref maybe that is a little bit more notorious that may cross paths with players in day to day life? There was there was there was Atkinson, there was that guy Atkinson who retired, the guy who like stuck out his tongue at Ronaldo that <laughs> oh, yeah. one time. He's like a, he's a lot, you know, like you know you're talking to him in the dressing room or in the tunnel, legend. and then you're coming yeah. out and having to having to you know having to be disciplined by him. So I guess there's a bit of like a crossover there of two different dynamics. Maybe Atkinson. Um, Your last pick. This is tough. I have a couple. I have a couple. I have a couple of honorable mentions, um, but I'm gonna have to go with the guy. So listen, has he has he ever played football? Um, you know, did he get into it because it's a company team and he's just doing it with the boys? Yeah. Uh, or, 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 or did he maybe once play and he's just so bad now because his body's falling apart? But the guy that cannot. Play, the guy that can't. It's usually play. the former. It's usually no, the, the former. It's like the guy that's never played the, before. The like, guy that literally has never yeah. played football and is just a total liability. Every time he touches the ball, he's gonna yeah. lose it. You don't yeah. pass on the ball as a result. Uh, yeah, he's just he's just garbage. Like just just literally a, a crazy. He usually tries to defuse the else. situation by like laughing and saying how shitty he is, but like it or doesn't change smoke, the fact that he's terrible. Smoking the, ball, smoking the ball, smoking the ball into into oblivion. Um, so. This is a little bit tough because we're going off pro football this year, so nobody has that kind of technique. But we're going to go off of guys that maybe – I don't know. It, it, it's just going to feel right. I'm kind of torn between Daniele Bonera and Stefano Sturaro. Beca- I'll go with Stefano Sturaro because he got into the Euro we can't think of We can't think of a guy who's like, who like flamed out after a year because he couldn't play. I'm going to go, ri- go, yeah. go, go with Stefano Sturaro because he – doesn't, doesn't matter. He, he was at Juve. He was at he – was, he was uh, he was at Coverciano. He was in the national team in 2016. It was a really random ass team. Um, I, I get it, but even then, it just felt weird to have Stefano Sturaro. Like he was just like his role was so limited, and his his technical ability was so was so non-existent. The only thing the only thing he did, he was ever good at was 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 being gritty. So and getting yeah, reds. He's he's that guy. Yeah, he's that guy that just has literally nothing to offer of a technical nature. Honorable mention for me. Um, the only one I didn't really get to mention is the foreigner. You've always got a foreign guy, usually from Eastern Europe. So I give it to like Pavel Nedved or maybe Andrei Shevchenko. Um, but, uh, but, but yeah, so, so, to summar- so to summarize, I've got, I got Pepe Reina in goal, who's the bald old man in goal. I've got the barrel-chested Fabrizio Micoli. Uh, I guess playing. I guess playing, and I guess playing up top. Where else is he going to play? He can't move anywhere else. That was that was kind of the point. You have uh, Christian Vieri and Marco Borrelli. Yeah, five a side exactly. Them. You have Borrello slash Vieri with two heads playing as the number sixty nine. Felipe Melo in midfield and uh, Stefano Sturado uh, alongside him. I think that's. I think that's an absolute menace of a team. And definitely, uh, definitely a team I would want to hang out with after the game. So, so you and who who do you, who did you wind up with? You had so uh, Ronaldo, Ronaldo himself, Ronaldo himself, Gabor, Kirali. Um, we have um, Ashley Young. We have um, 
Uh, I I said Phil Jones. I don't know if you you oh you said Barzali after I said Barzali slash Jones after Phil. So okay. And then you got like Hakeem Mastor slash David Silva, and, my, and you have Mike Dean up top leading the line. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Okay. So that so this was fun. Let's do this again. Let's do a top five or a five aside of uh, of different subjects, especially as the league is kind of coming back to uh to uh. To, to normalcy because we don't know when when games are going to come back because as now we said I'll know the second what to that, prepare. exactly and because as we said the second the second that one person gets infected this whole genius plan is going up in flames like I I listen I, I I commend I commend the Fiji chief for trying to make it work but there are a lot of there are a lot of things that can go wrong here uh, Wafa came out and said that they're going to have a I mean, if it all works out, their plan anyway is to have the Champions League played out in the month of August and it would end at the end of August, which is just absolutely nuts. It feels like every, every kind of proposed return date is, is, is getting pushed back now. The thought of finishing a season in September is, is mental now. But nuts. It's at this nuts, point, yeah. I think people want to see out the season. Um, yeah. yeah, but, but uh, I mean, as, as, as fuck, the, 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 the Dutch League canceled their season, man. So, I mean, and uh, the Argentinian League too, I believe. I mean, it's I, I don't know I don't know they were probably in their they were probably in their uh, in their in their winter season they have two they have two different seasons right so they're probably just gonna I don't know if they canceled it and they they'll try to do the clausura later and I don't know I, all all I know is there's definitely a real possibility of shit not getting finished at this point very unclear what would happen now I mean if you get handed the title they already came out and said that they wouldn't accept it um so so we spoke, re- we spoke about that already. yeah we we mentioned a couple of weeks ago it remains to be seen obviously uh there'd be a lot of jokes about caltropoli there and us and people saying that we accepted that even though it wasn't technically handed to us so i don't know maybe in the balance uh it would uh it would kind of you know for people that are kind of on the fence it would it would, it would balance out in their minds um but 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 yeah a lot of shit a lot of shit that uh, a lot of shit that, that has to happen for 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 us to even get to the point of seeing out the season and the Champions League. Apparently now uh, they may allow up to five substitutions because of the, uh, because of the increased load of matches, which I guess makes sense. But yeah. So it's like what, so what happened was I was, I was just reading it prior to uh, prior to us getting on here. Uh, So FIFA essentially has formally asked the international football association board, the IFAB and they control. So, yeah, they're the rule makers. I didn't know that uh, the rules are like formally known as like in all capitals, like properly titled law, the laws of the game. Yes. I didn't know that. So I only learned that day. this year because apparently they had sweeping. I mean, I think because they, they, when they, when they determined that goalkeepers could now take goal kicks within their own penalty box. Yeah. Yellow cards to coaches. That was a yeah. big, that was a big, yeah, that was a big thing early in the year. So yeah. Yeah. So Essentially, right. That's what dictates the rules, like nation uh, nationwide. Sorry, globally, it's not like the leagues make their own rules. So uh, FIFA said that because of uh, you know potential fixture congestion and whatnot due to the virus, like uh, five subs uh, should be uh, whatever should should be implemented for you know the the health and the safety and the and the well being of the players. And I I don't know. I think it's a decent idea. I definitely think it like it's, it's, I, th- I definitely think only, it would be it's the weird. Only thing that It'd be weird. You could change like think you're not ne- you never change the goalie obviously right unless something happens. You could change half your team you could, you in could a change, game you could like change, that's kind of wild. You could change your entire midfield, uh, a full a full back and a forward. That's you know massive if you're playing a fourth. Yeah, you change half your team. It's it's kind of crazy, but it it, it it does make sense. Bro, if that's what it takes for it to come back. Yeah, exactly. If 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 
if we get to a point where we're, where we're okay with seeing games play behind closed doors and that's what has to happen, then by all means, I can't, I, it, it doesn't, it feels nuts to even think about it, even resuming at this point. I mean, it's, 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 I know, I agree. Uh, again, uh, I, I just, I can't, I can't wait, I can't wait for us to come back on, on May 4th, get all excited, and then on, on May 13th for, for, you know, Federico Cecherini to come down with, 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 uh, with the pandemic, display no symptoms, but having already spread it to the entire Fiorentina squad, and then their whole schedule is going to get fucked, and then what the hell, do, you know, then what happens? So we'll, we'll, we'll see, bro. Um, let's get to some heroes and Stronzi of the week. Um, let's kind of just go rapid fire. Um, yeah, just, just th- things that kind of stood out uh, to either of us. I've got a few here because it's been a couple of weeks. So obviously, especially in a global pandemic, I think it's safe to say people start losing their minds a little bit. People, people, people do some pretty stupid things um, when, uh, when, uh, when, uh, when strict rules are, are placed upon them and when they're basically all put under house arrest. So we have a lot of we have a lot of uh, we have a lot of really cool moments here and some less bright ones. Um, Nick, I'll let you go first. Yeah, my uh, my Stronzo of the week is gonna have to go to uh, Moise Keen for um, <laughs> this. So for those for those of you who don't necessarily know English tabloids and whatnot, uh, you know the what? Sun, the okay. Sun is like a very gossipy uh, sports source that likes to have all the. Uh, controversial stories about uh, about players uh, about players in England so uh, this is the article I'm consulting before you um, get into the article bud the, 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 I wait, have the, the quick... first the title is called Moy's clown with a K <laughs> with a K that's the least oh. that's I kind of want to give it to them just for titling the article that but that sounds like something the... that we would have written or Donald that's... Trump that sounds like something Donald Trump would have written Moy's clown Moy's, Moy's clown <laughs> lion, lion Ted, Little Marco, Moist Clown. There's always a nickname. There's always a demeaning nickname. Um, listen, hang on. Before you get into talking about it, because he was obviously going to come up in my Stronzo section here, but I want to talk about this a little bit more because we don't have a lot to talk about right now. This is a massive story. This okay, is so let's focus a, on this it. Is like, this is like a once a year type of thing, okay? Well, no, not necessarily because it happened to Kyle Walker like two it weeks It did happen ago. to Kyle Walker, but in a cultural <laughs> context and and – the fact that this was a lot worse, I think, is a once-a-year thing. Uh, plus, there are a lot of variables at play in the fact that Moise Keane has been in the media before, especially in England. So, quick quick note, this is not only a Hero and Stronzo of the Week section, it's also a UK corner crossover. Something new which I want to implement, whereby we just talk about shit in the UK. Obviously, usually with an Italian flavor. But, uh, yeah, so, so UK corner and UK news... Uh, Moise Kian was in some hot water. Nick, why don't you get to the article? Because he's also kind of a crossover here with your Stones of the Week. Yeah, so uh, week. essentially, long story short, he had a, uh, a party with uh, a bunch of people at his house. Not just uh, any party. Dancers. Not just any party. A, 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 a stripper party. I don't know. A lap An X-rated party, party, a sex party. Extra- Listen, if you're yeah, going to break quarantine, if you're going to break quarantine, if you're going to break quarantine for any reason, I mean, you know, you could you could go see your grandparents. It's not advisable because obviously not the, advisable. Elder, the, elder, the elderly are more vulnerable. Don't so don't get any ideas, okay? I'm not saying that these are any any less bad, but you know, you could just have a normal encounter with someone that you would have on a weekly basis. If you're gonna break the rules, you may as well go down swinging. You may as well go down swinging and have fucking have, have a fucking stripper party. I mean, you're 20 years old, you have money, you're gonna have 20 people over to your house. You may as well make it an X-rated party. And it better and, uh, be worth 100K pounds because that's what it's going to cost them on top of however much the, the lap dancers, strippers, whoever the fuck these people are costed. Graham, so, Sunes, uh, Graham Sunes is punching the air somewhere right now. 
<laughs> remember the start of the season he was talking about how how uh how uh how he's probably a troubled lad and how he has behavioral issues even though he hadn't really done anything bad on record and people were yeah. shitting on him saying he was only saying that because he's black yeah so graham Sunes is punching the air right now in celebration and, but on a on a serious yeah. note like whatever like this is this is a wild story like you talk about the find... pittsburgh steelers so, no, well, look, I was going to get into that. I was going to get into that, but I was going to say, uh, you can't really find the video online anymore. Maybe you, like, I, I originally saw like a short clip of it on Twitter when it first from, came out. It got, deep got, web. It the got, deep the, web. yeah, the dark web. It got deleted like right away. Now you could see, you could see screenshots. They're, uh, they're all snap videos. Which of course the sun was not above posting. They were not. Yeah. Above. So they, they shared it gleefully with, with the people <laughs> for the people for journalistic Actually, purposes. So, it was well, great for us. Before I get into like the whatever the not serious but like the more like uh, you know you can like, call it serious because sure whatever we saw what happened with Mario Balotelli and yeah it's low hanging fruit because they're both black they're both Italian they're both strikers they're both from the look, north of Italy look, and before, they're both represented by Mino Raiola. Go on, okay. and they both but, moved to but, England at a young age, so that's like six low hanging fruit comparisons. But it's, it's it's impossible not to make the comparisons. The the thing I don't get again before we get into the into like more of our like our takes and whatnot like if you're going to have this and like you know like not posting it like you're like again we're not advised like you don't advise people to do this regardless but you're probably not going to get caught if you don't post this on snapchat and you have hundreds of thousands of followers on your social media listen Why? is it bad like, like, yes it, but if you're gonna if you're gonna do something is no but it's the lack of of judgment no but it's the yeah. lack of judgment yeah. so that's so if that's you're gonna do a, that, if you're gonna have a small party and break the rules even even in a small fashion i get that we're not supposed to do it and i get that it's no. it a stupid thing to do yes it's still stupid but like just showing it? the lack of yeah just showing the lack of judgment exactly and that's what leads me to this is what i told you where we so to say that he's never had any disciplinary issues like on record is not true because it, uh, there we do the remember Daniolo thing Daniolo, at the yeah, yeah right yeah. exactly yeah. I don't I don't necessarily if we were ever I don't know if we were ever made aware of the specifics as to what happened but they there missed the meeting dis- that's it they, they missed, missed the meeting they missed the meeting the Biagio the Biagio didn't play them for a game and then Mancini so folded it up to teach so. them a lesson and didn't call them up in September that was it rightfully so right yeah. so that's poor judgment once again whatever. Um, so like the the like something I thought of was you know how everyone was criticizing Juventus for letting you know a 19 year old go who definitely showed some promise you know he scored six goals uh, sorry seven goals in like 16 apps he was you know, the hottest he was one of the hottest commodities last year right? up there with Jaden Sancho so, in terms of the two the classic uh, wouldn't go I don't classic. know if I go that far second half of last season far. second half of last season. Yeah. Uh, no. Uh, whatever. Same. We're not. We're not gonna. We're not gonna get into it. But whatever. He clearly, obviously, clearly listen, obviously not. Obviously not. He didn't sell for as much as Sancho would have sold for. But yeah. everyone thought that Juve undersold. Okay. Yeah. Uh, exactly. So. Yeah. So the, the the thing that I told you. It was and it was like, le- it was know, less than thirty million pounds for the record. It was twenty, oh. I think. I think it was. Uh, I'm looking for. I'm trying to look for the exact number here. Twenty-seven like and a half euros. Euros. Okay. okay. So. What I the first thing I thought of was, and I told you was like you know, Juve historically is a uh, no nonsense team, right? We very we, brand we, we conscious. Know, yes, and we you know, know they, that they over never the went years. for a Balotelli. They were, they were, they were. They, were they have their valid interest, have, right? Exactly. So we remember um, the Netflix special from a couple of years ago. There like, you that go. Was which, they never, which they never continued, huh? Which is a bit odd, but. Um, well, I want to talk yeah, about Sunderland so, till I die in a little bit, but yeah, get to yeah, that was a good second season. But so, like, maybe 
you know, I, we even kind of said the same thing about Nine Golan when uh, when uh, when Inter got rid of him, or yeah, when Inter got rid of him for like almost nothing, like whatever loan with option to buy whatever. Uh, or sorry, Roma, 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 Roma got rid of him. Yeah, sorry, Inter got the short um, end of that stick. Yeah, exactly. Inter have notoriously um, had maybe, have, have maybe players Juve, in the past couple of years that have been maybe Juve, you know, knew Juve knew like hey, clearly has like these these character personality issues of like poor judgment and and whatnot and you know it's not worth it take the money and uh and it, like that he doesn't represent our brand and whatnot no buyback clause no nothing and, and you like, talked about how the Pittsburgh I, I, Steelers the Pittsburgh Steelers of course yeah, so, a huge so lot that you are you, you're yes. a big Steelers fan <laughs> in the NFL and so we, for those of you that follow the NFL right when when Antonio Brown got traded from the Pittsburgh Steelers to the Raiders yeah. for only a fourth round pick, people were saying, Oh my God, like what a joke. Like this is like ridiculous. He's worth so much more yeah. when, you know, similar yeah. to Moise Keen, I guess, Antonio Brown's disciplinary psychotic uh, nature was Complete, only coming out. Like yeah. was, it was only coming out, you know, within like the, the month that he got traded, like for the, all the years that he played for Pittsburgh, everyone knew him as the hard worker, whatever. That doesn't necessarily and then well, well you know the Moise Keen thing. But, three months, then, three months, two releases, and a gavel knock away from a rape conviction later, and right. they look so, like so geniuses, not, right? Exactly. So. so it's not. It's obviously not one to one comparisons, but the the comparison I'm trying to make is you know getting rid of someone a bit too yeah. early, maybe let's say that rather than too late. And uh, obviously, Moise Keane is only 20 years old. He still has his whole freaking career ahead of him. The issue uh, I have with it is... But I the, don't parallels want to to, the, Bala- the, the parallels to Balotelli are so similar. That's what's, and that's I'm, what's I'm scary, bro. Not, and I'm not even saying Except, race, take race out of it. Take race out of it. The parallels are... But the it's, exact- it's, there, it's, it's there. They had a, He was supposed to be the poster boy of, of progress in Italy. I mean, it's, 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 it is an important yeah. thing. You know, he's not Andrea Pinamonti. He's Moise Kian, right? He's 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 from my he's from West African parents, just like Balo. You know, it's 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 shitty, uh, and you know he hasn't even had a chance to to hit the heights that Balo uh, hit. And you know, if his season had gone a little bit better and he had made the Euro team, and if there wasn't a pandemic, maybe he could have very well had the same impact that Balotelli had when he was 21 years old at Euro 2012. Um, you know, not likely, but not likely. Who, know, who the fuck knows? He's, he's, he's of the same talent level, probably, you know, in terms of raw talent. I mean, how, how do you quantify Yeah, that? but at 20 years old, Balotelli was performing yeah, but, in, a, in, in the league, right? Like, I know Moise Keane so last was, year. So was Keane well, I know, a year ago. I know, I know. That's, now he's that's not, what fucks me up is I, I wonder if maybe the Juve environment would have been good to kind of keep fostering that development. Because once you send a kid on his own to the UK, man. Probably, probably but. Living with his knows? boys. At least he had his brother. He had his. I mean, we agreed. It. I think we. I think we talked about his dad being a moron. But at least he has. At least he has. You know, he has Giorgio Chiellini and, you know, uh, Gianluigi Buffon would have been back this year. He has Cristiano Ronaldo in the team. He has. He had. He had Claudio Marchisio. Um, I think in his first season before he went on. No, man. Maybe. Maybe he, they didn't. There. They didn't there was. There was some it. positive influence. Yeah. So you know. Maybe they didn't whatever. think it was worth it. Yeah, it's what it is. And right. And 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 it's like not shit. to get too. Hope he bounces back. Get, yeah, like, and you know, not to get too into like FFP and all that, but cl- clearly Juve needed help there, and he costs nothing, right? So by selling him, it's like boom, like pure space, right? So, yeah, hundred percent. But I'll say this: I'll say this though. Yeah, and and I agree. FFP was definitely. It's almost like the. It's almost like the. Yeah. It's almost like the perfect storm. Like everything kind of added up. However, however, I will add. I will add. My thrones of the week is not Moise Kian. It's the person in his Snapchat list that leaked it because 
What we're not, what we, what we failed to, what we failed to mention, what we haven't mentioned yet. Anyway, I'm not going to let this go under the radar is the fact that it was a personal Snapchat video that he sent out to the boys probably. And somebody screenshotted it or screen or whatever, replayed it screen, screen, um, not screenshot. Well, you know, you know, when you, you know, when you, uh, you screen record, you probably took a video and shared it with someone in the media. So he got snaked and I'm fucking pissed off above anything. I think that the guy who snaked him is the biggest, is, is the biggest scumbag and the biggest thronzo out of everyone here. Because when you're Moiskeen, yeah, you have to be careful who you trust. And obviously this is an issue of, of, of anyone that's young and has money. And it's a lesson to him, hopefully in the future, but he got fucking snaked and I'm giving the stones so of the week to the guy that shared that private video that yeah what i'm so, listen what if it so wasn't Sam, a pan- what, hang on hang on hang on well, let, let me no, no, let me no, no, let me finish let me finish let me finish because you're getting if, you're spewing if, fake news you're spewing fake news because moise keen uploaded it himself so i'm sorry i had to get let the fuck get, get the fuck that. out of here where did yep. he upload it on snapchat himself snapchat so. snapchat snapchat is not public it was a private snapchat account so maybe he didn't he, okay, so maybe it wasn't a street but it was still, a private he's, he was he stupid? posted it doesn't matter yeah. you're you're an idiot for doing it like that's what it comes down to i didn't say he wasn't but i still think that the person that shared a snapchat listen if you have people on your snap i don't know i think someone shared someone shared it someone's a snake if you do if you do that to anyone let's say it wasn't I, a global I, pan, let's say it wasn't a global pandemic let's person say it wasn't might a, be a snake pa- but it doesn't take away from him being a complete idiot didn't say That's, it did. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just pointing out the fact that he got fucked. And if it was one of the boys, he used to cut that guy out for the rest of his life. Because again, let's say this wasn't a global pandemic with lives at risk. It was just a situation of him doing something stupid like smoking a shisha the night before a game. Nobody on his Snapchat should be sharing that. If it's a the only difference Snapchat, is, he, but but he's not breaking the law there. Here, he's technically breaking the law, right? Yeah, it's okay, okay, yeah, it's okay, yeah. But it still would have been a news story in the Sun. Anytime yeah, you have someone it, to share, yeah, it would have so, been. Yeah, it would have been. It would have been. To round up the UK corner real quick, uh, I have and uh, not for anything, but not for anything. Just to close out on this, he already like I know Ancelotti is the manager, and it's like the Italian connection and whatnot. But like even with Ancelotti there, he he hasn't necessarily been in good favor at Everton, and rightfully so, he hasn't done anything to. To prove it, yeah, like he hasn't got that. He hasn't got that many chances, but he's definitely squandered the chances. Yeah, he, has, he's had. he has. He has one or two. He has one or this two. This is not gonna. This is not gonna do him any. This is not gonna do him any favors. Getting. I think he's finished. He has to get the fuck out of the UK. He needs to get the fuck out of the UK asap. Uh, like Golini did, who is the uh, next guy I want to talk about real quick in the UK corner here. This is very brief, but of course, Mango, friend of the podcast, is uh, is buzzing because Pierluigi Golini. Uh, national team frequent call-up and Atalanta first-team goalkeeper, who, of course, was groomed at Man United and played, came through at Aston Villa, played a season with them in the championship before coming back to Italy. He's rumored to be going back to Villa, which would be super random. Uh, Villa are also in the relegation zone right now, so I don't know if that's going to if that's going to be. A why would he? Why there, would he want that? In the, why would he? I don't think he would even do that. Like, I have no idea. It's, just worth, him. it's worth mentioning. It's worth mentioning. He's linked to Villa. Uh, right, playing another... in the Champions League, you're the you're the starter. You play for a team that's doing well in the league too. Exciting. There's no way he would want to go to. Shout out to Pierre Golo for being in the news and staying relevant in pandemic. Uh, Nick, have you seen Sunderland till I die? We're in the UK yes. corner here. Yes, um, yes, I, I don't. Okay, so we're not going to spoil it. And obviously, this is the cultural podcast. I get. How it. much to spoil, considering like it's a recount of what happened already. Yeah, but okay, but like, life. but but some of the characters that you come across. I mean, yeah, sure. Can we, can we just agree that think like imagine if they that were Charlie imagine, Methvin is uh, I, he's he's iconic. I love that guy. I love that guy. The the new ownership that comes in is so inspiring considering when you watch the first season oh my God. and look at how incompetent 
and terrible. It, it wasn't was. even like, that they weren't trying. It's just like it was just it was just, just incompetent. Culturally, just it was culturally poisonous. It was it was it was culturally crumbling internally, yeah. right? From, from 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 the bottom up. It was structurally. Excuse me. No, top down. Structurally. I think. I, I think all facets of the whatever. Well, I whatever guess thing, together, right? Because on the I, field, I, I meant, I meant, I meant, I meant, I meant the, the support. I meant the support being. I meant like in a metaphorical way from the bottom yeah, up. Just terrible. The metaphor, yeah, like just the structure, the structure that would have been supporting the club. Yeah. Uh, the support beams of the club. Are, uh, yeah, they were just rotten. That was brutal. It's not like Martin oh, Bain, the guy in the first season uh, who oh, was the uh, director awful. general. It's not, it's not like he wasn't trying. It's just that in retrospect, I actually felt terrible. bad for him. I felt bad for him no. at the end of the first season when people were like. Hey, good job, mate. You fucked the club. You only gone on and fucked us over. You ruined the fucking club. Yeah, you're bad. empathetic for him. Empathetic. Yeah, but the but next season when you see Charlie Mendes yeah. come in with the new avant-garde exactly. way of thinking, you oh. realize, holy fuck, the way that they were, the way that they were doing things before, scrambling for loans. I don't know if I would say. I, I wouldn't. I don't know if I would say. I wouldn't say avant-garde. I would say it's kind of like what the modern, what the hundred percent. Yeah, compared. Yeah, sure. Compared. It to may as well have been. He was but. trying to instill it in the staff, and it wasn't. Listen, it's. Oh, when he like rips the sales staff when they're like not motivated, like when they were like trying to count the tickets on game day, and they when they were trying to announce a huge uh, attendance record, and they fucked up, or like under, the, they're under. counting it manually, and he was like. He's like, what the fuck? He he's, so like, he's, he's like, he's like, he's, he's, she's like, yeah. And then the communications girl goes, "We'll do our, we'll do our best." And he goes, oh, yeah, yeah. He's like, no, you're she, not she goes, no, no, no. He goes, you fucking do it, okay? You gotta fucking let me know in yeah. five minutes, yeah. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> and then she's like, okay, they're, they're still counting two hundred like VIP tickets. He's like, he's like, listen, I don't care. I just want to report the record. I don't yeah, care if, yeah. I don't care if it's really forty-seven <laughs> yeah. one hundred, forty-seven thousand yeah, yeah, yeah. one hundred. I'll report it as forty-six thousand nine hundred. Just give me a number. It was unreal. The, then his first his first meeting where he talked about how the club was was this club okay is fucked. We were gonna be the we we were on route to be the first. They were gonna go bankrupt. Big big English club to go bust. I had major, I had major flashbacks to Venice, uh, Venice, whole, um, I guess, I guess you'd call it uh, his di- his dialogue his monologue in uh, the Big Short with the Jenga blocks. Where he's talking about how all the how how the how the how the uh, how the mortgage bonds are all subprime and how they're all based on shit, and he's pulling them out saying adjustable rates, shit, and he's just kind of he's just kind of stacking up every every single point as to why the whole it. why the whole housing market is fucked. Yeah, and on the, yeah, so I, anyway, Charlie, we're definitely we're checking out has the uh, cultural podcast uh, stamp of approval. Uh, yeah, it's great to it's great to just in general like in sports to see ownership that's like super involved because well like Charlie guy you're speaking of is not an owner but the owner himself I I no, it's he was Donald by the chair Donald yeah. something I forget his name Stuart Donald I think Stuart Stuart Donald Stuart Donald Stuart, yeah. yeah yeah like he's the owner and like you see how involved he is in the club and like not in a bad way like it's not that he's like inserting himself into situations where he's clearly like incompetent but because he's the owner he's gonna do it anyway like not in that regard like in because he's also the chair he's also the chairman which well i think requires a lot i don't more know that his net worth was enough to buy the club on its own i think he was representing a consortium of buyers and yeah he, he was the major he no he was the major he was the majority stakeholder okay. he's the oh. major, majority stakeholder yeah okay. so okay. within the consortium exactly Okay, so so um, maybe they sold the club for piss because I think his net. So, I don't know if his net worth was. He's not a. He's not a. He's not a billionaire, from what I said. Anyway, uh, I believe. I believe he is. I believe he is. But it's not. I, like I saw that his net worth. Dollars. I did the like classic. Some, yeah, I did the classic thing of just googling someone's name and then putting net worth in after. Uh, it reported his net worth at eight million pounds. I don't know. 
Doesn't really matter. Oh, wait, no. Matter. Anyway, he's, I'll, I'll take I'll take it any day of the week. Um, real quick, before we get to our heroes of the week, though, I have one no, more. Wait, wait, wait you up. completely cut me off. I was trying to make a point. Oh, sorry, I was gonna sorry, say, sorry. Okay. I was going to say that it's like it's great to see like uh, ownership in that regard, who is like like highly involved in a in a positive manner, who clearly it's, cares. You know, like you see at one point when they're when the the ownership group or whoever the the executives are saying that they're going to definitely need to sell. Uh, a stake and dilute themselves to get financing because there's n- absolutely no way that Will, the club can survive. They bought Will Grigg. But like he didn't want to, like he didn't want to cause like he cared so much and he was like telling his wife, like, you know, he like kids control. love it. Yeah. And like, but like not like in an egotistical way, like he no, genuinely to see, like, to see it out, cared. to see it out. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Like he had a mission and like, I agree like, when you see so many, like, you know, sticking with the, uh, with the UK corner, like, very typical or not typical very like uh you know like when prototypical owner who doesn't give a shit who just cares about money like in england you'd look at like arsenal's owner like Stan yeah Kroenke. Stan Kroenke is a friend i like, almost said Stan Kroenke you know like you hate even the, even the, gla- like even the glazers you could say you know somewhat who just, who just, not 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 as much but, for mediocrity and uh and you know i, I know they're, they, they, spend, they, they still spend a lot of money yeah but yeah like just it's they turn a large but they turn a large profit too which which Stuart Donald's the complete opposite of, of that kind of owner. So just like seeing that was uh, was nice to see. And uh, unfortunately, uh, Sunderland before coronavirus, uh, you know, halted the league play was not necessarily doing too well in the league. I think they were like one spot out of a playoff spot. And to be honest with you, I'm kind of scared for Sunderland because yeah. they were already in such shambles. Hopefully, you know, throughout the season of the second season of Sunderland till I die, which was last year. Hopefully they they you know strengthen their their finances a little bit. I don't know how much you could do within a year, but if, yeah, if, t- they, if they, they haven't they, done a lot, it, a lot of guys. Can you imagine out, them right now? Can you imagine them right I now? Ma- I know McGeady went out on loan. I know they got rid of they got rid of some they got rid of some they got rid of some talent. Um, imagine sure. some guys right. Imagine them right now. They they're they're fucked. They're fucked. But um, but yeah, I mean that, that's why this is fucked for. I mean think about it. Sunderland are a big club, so we're taking we're we're taking notice of it. But this is the case for any city at G club. Or most city of B clubs, well, it's really yeah, it's really bad for for the small for the small players that don't have a ton of TV money, so that that's why this is all so fucked. But yeah, definitely has my seal of approval. I, I don't have a team other than Juve, but I've always sympathized the past couple of years with Newcastle in the UK just because of Jordy Shore and the true Jordy. Um, now they're rich, and now they're rich. Yeah, that's 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 a whole other tangent we can go on. But um, but I I I don't know. I, I'd watch I'd watch the Tyneside derbies and and I, I always kind of hated Sunderland. Not, not really, but just kind of organically. I was like, ah, come on, come on, beat those fuckers. Come on, come on. And um, yeah, no, and I, I, I definitely want them to come back up now. When they got relegated in season one, I, I, I cried. I knew they were going to get relegated, but when I actually saw what it meant to the people, they're the same people as Newcastle, right? So if I like one, it's easy to like the other just in terms of having an affinity for blue them. Collar, as, blue as collar, blue collar, working yeah, exactly, class. Exactly. Um, real quick, um, before we get to our hero of the week to wrap up, speaking of uh, the polar opposite of blue collar, I wanted to give a quick, quick, quick special shout out in my Thrones of the Week section to Emmanuel Adebayor. It's very quick. Okay, I know we kind of went off for a while on uh, Moise Kian, and I know the guy never played in Italy, but this is too good not to mention. So as we all know, Emmanuel Adebayor has had issues throughout his career, uh, PR-wise. Uh, remember, he scored that goal for Man City and then ran back down uh, the other end of the pitch and slid in front of Arsenal's uh, away section. Uh, unreal. Unreal. Um, so he's obviously Togan. He's from Togo. 
I don't know if that's the damn on him for... Anyway, he's from Togo. He's been chilling in uh, the capital of Lome the past couple of weeks in pandemic. He's playing in Bolivia right now. And he came under fire for not donating to the uh, relief efforts in Togo, which is entirely his right not to do. But uh, there's an unreal quote here. This is an all-timer, okay? So I'm going to read you this article or this, ex- this, uh, this, um, this, uh, this little bit from, uh, from, from, uh, from a story about his... Uh, donation or lack thereof so despite the warnings the warnings okay, across the entire continent okay yeah so across the entire continent of africa the healthcare systems are not as strong as ones in the uk usa blah 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 despite the warnings Adebayor is quote very clear that he will not donate quote for those of you who say i do not donate let me be very clear i don't donate it is very simple <laughs> then he goes on to say i do what i want and i eat what i want Later, there will be people who will criticize me for the fact that I did not make a donation in the capital of Togo. He has made donations in the past. The article goes on to specify, but just what a quote. That's a direct quote from a Facebook Live. What a, what, unreal. Um, yeah, so uh, stay, uh, stay classy, Emmanuel Adebayor. Uh, Heroes of the week, real quick, um, as we wrap up here. Uh, I have two. Gennaro uh, Gattuso. Because, I don't know if you saw, a week ago he was advocating for a healthy lifestyle and, uh, and staying active. And he did so in a video overlooking uh, Mount Vesuvius. Beautiful, beautiful, uh, beautiful panorama in the background. What wasn't so beautiful was his, uh, his likeness. He has not been taking his own advice. It's uh, clear to say his cheeks were very swollen. His beard was fucking unkept. The guy looked like he hadn't showered in three days. <laughs> and it looked like every piece of advice he was giving. I don't know if you saw the picture, Nick. Uh, get at us on Twitter at Cultural Podcast. We retweeted it, but it's an all-timer. It's literally just like him on a Zoom call, like pixelated, looking disheveled, bags under his eyes, massive beard, hasn't been to the barber in eight weeks. And he looks like he's been putting on massive weight. The beard doesn't help because it makes your face look fatter. And it's yeah. just so like uh, the, the the quote was Gattuso advocates for healthy lifestyle. <laughs> yeah, I saw that. I saw that. I saw that. Uh, the yeah. other one is Rocky B. Back in the news uh, for saying that for the right price he won't veto a move for Federico Chiesa from Juve. I don't know if Juve need another Federico Chiesa as Kulusevski is going to be coming in as the money's probably going to be tight and as the Federico Bernardeschi experiment didn't go that great last time out. Um, the last time we bought someone for a very similar price point from the exact same team at a very similar age for the exact same position, but I digress. He's, he's going full Bronx. He goes, for the right price, I'm not going to veto it. We'll talk. We'll talk. Ce faccio un job in Bronx. Gabid. Ce faccio un job Legendary. Uh, Dude, this guy never fails to stay out of the news. Um, okay, so quickly hero to wrap up. And a car- uh, hero and Carol Baskin before we wrap up. My hero of the week's going to, I don't know, this kind of maybe went under the radar. I don't think we ever mentioned it because it happened at the beginning of, of March, but Cagliari fired, right? Um, uh, what's his name? Maran as their Rolando coach Maran, uh, yes. at, at the beginning of March. And they, and they hired uh, Walter Zenga, who obviously didn't get much of a, of a chance to, you know, put his stamp on the team. But uh, uh, in an interview, he was, uh, you know, he was asked, uh, you know, how are you, you know, you like you, you just came into the, you came into the team right before the season got halted. I don't know how many games he managed to get under his belt behind closed doors. Maybe, uh, maybe probably not even one. Cause I think he got hired like March 3rd and the lockdown started March 10th. So like maybe one. So, uh, you know, in an interview he was, he was asked like, you know, how are you going to handle this unique position coming back from not only a lockdown, but also like your first game as a coach after being hired like months ago. And uh, his logic, he's the hero of the week for this outstanding logic is, you know, um, 
I'm used to uh, unusual seasons. Uh, I, I'm used to training in 45. Uh, I'm used to training in 45 degree heat Celsius when I used to coach in the Middle East. So when it's July, I'm paraphrasing here. When it's July and uh, we're gonna have to resume the league, my team's gonna be ready because I've coached in 45 degree heat. So legendary logic by this man. So I expect Cagliari to go on a his, his experience unbeaten, of coaching unbe- in, in the, the, the UAE. Will permeate, yeah. will permeate the players Onto and, the will, squad and, will, somehow. and will and will act like a cooling system uh, in their diaphragms, and they're gonna be just like blowing, like the XL commercial, no free ads, just blowing, yeah. blowing, blowing ice uh, out of there. Out of and their, did out of you? Fun fact: Did you know that he freaking, uh, I believe he coached in the MLS. Walter Zenga, for it's New Get England Revolution. According Get the fuck to this out of here! He coached yeah, the Reds. I was re- I mean, the guy's he's I, I, an old no, guy. He's 60 years old, man. He's, uh, he's been around the block. He's been coaching for like a good 20 years. Yeah, in fact, get confirmed. Al is obviously still on uh, HR leave, but uh, yeah, it was his first coaching job. He actually was how playing. Random, how random is that? Player, was player he playing coach, there? Player coach. In oh, classic, okay. In classic, okay. In, classic, in classic fashion, when you're, the big, when you're the big chief who comes in, like Wayne Rooney going to Derby County, you know, and you have so much more clout than everyone yeah, else. Yeah. Just say, yeah, I'm going to be a player coach. I'm going to dabble in coaching. I'll play, but I want to coach. Uh, when did he, where did he coach? So yeah, that's my hero of the week for outstanding logic. On he coached uh, Al, Al Ain and Al Nasser in, uh, I believe that's Saudi Arabia. This guy's coached all over. Al Jazeera too. Christ. He's, uh, I forgot that he coached Wolves too. My God. He's only ever had like, like one job in Serie A or two. So his experience coaching and his experience coaching in 45 degrees. That's fake news. He he coached, he coached Catania and Palermo too. I'm sorry. There's a big gap in Sampdoria. Of course it was Sampdoria. Coaching in the heat will somehow uh, allow his players to perform better in July. So Carol Baskin, you have a Carol Baskin. Carol Baskin Um, of the week. Which is really, which is really a Carol Baskin of the week. I did not even remember this was, I, I did not even remember this was a segment to be fully honest with you. The dog ate your. I don't even. I don't even. I don't even know. I do not even remember what quanta. How how am I supposed to judge someone as a Carol Baskin? Refresh the audience because I needed to. I don't. Your Carol Baskin. Okay, my Carol Baskin of the week, uh, which is really my Carol Baskin of the month because it's been three weeks since the last time we did a pod, uh, which of course is someone who is just really grinding your gears, someone who you really wanna. Who you really want to go on a tirade on on a live video to about eighty people? Someone who you really just can't stand right now. Someone who's okay. really grinding your gears. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. It's Claudio Lotito. Not the first time that he's appeared in the Hero Stronzo section, uh, but it's Claudio Lotito because among everything that's going on and the fact that there may very well not be a season in Serie A, every time that there's a possibility or that or that a door is slightly open to the league resuming, he's all for it. I read an article today uh, or the other day, excuse me, about how. City A was highlighting an entire plan to maybe come back. It's that famous plan of resuming training on May 4th and then social yeah. distancing for two weeks, right? Mm-hmm. It says three teams have approved of it, okay? Juve, Cagliari, Lazio. Is anyone shocked? Anytime anyone proposes any, Lazio are all, they're on board. They're pushing for it. Yeah, I get it. Okay. Well, you're kind of, it's that, the best chance this, they have to win a title, but I'm a fucking Juve fan. I don't, I don't want to see, I don't want to see us play Lazio again. I'd also rather see the season. Can't, be you, can't criti- but yeah, you can't criticize, you can't criticize them when Juve also said yes. Like, Carol, ba- Carol Baskin, Carol Baskin. Uh, stones also, from glass houses. Carol ba- that's literally what Joe Exotic was doing. They have, but they both had tiger sanctuaries and he was shitting on him. Uh, excuse this me, is a very niche segment. He was shitting on her. 
it's it's someone who's grinding your gears. Listen, there's no there's no culture going on. I have to I have to be specific. It's a very specific segment. It's a, it's a, Claudio Lotito. He I generally don't like him anyway. I think he's I think he's a racist apologist uh, at the best of times. So he's I don't know that coupled with the fact that he's always kind of going all in. Just yeah, I'm in. All the chips are in the middle. I'll do whatever I have to do to play this season out. I'll put everyone's lives at risk. He just he'll do whatever he has to do to see out this season. And listen, I get it. Okay. His Lazio team are about to are a couple of points shy of winning a title, um, which if they don't play the games, they're never going to get a chance to win. So I get it. Yeah. He's my Carol Baskin. That's it. It's a personal opinion. Next time, come we're prepared. Um, we're gonna have uh, we're gonna have to keep this going to keep this alive. We're both gonna need a little bit of enthusiasm to make sure that this segment doesn't fizzle out. I um, didn't. I didn't remember it was real. I didn't remember it was real. It's a thing. It's a thing. Um, anyway, look. Um, why don't we wrap it up there, listeners? Do you have anything else you want to add, gents? Uh, no, I think we uh, we cut co- we covered everything that was worth covering. Let's uh, let's quickly uh, let's quickly point out something. Just a little bit of maintenance and a little bit of news before we wrap up. Personally, on on a, on a cultural podcast note, obviously we are on Twitter and on Instagram at the cultural podcast. We are also now on TikTok at cultural podcast. Um, we're both turning twenty three this year. I think that means we're we're still Gen Z, but I think we're we're just kind of on the on the upper echelon of, of the age bracket where it's acceptable to use TikTok, we're really pushing it. That's for sure. But, uh, we're, we're, we're trying our hand at it. If you're, uh, if you're into that sort of thing, follow us on TikTok. We're trying to blow up. We're trying to go viral on TikTok at cultural podcast. We've also in very exciting news and then less exciting news, good news, bad news. Um, we got an okay from Italian week, Montreal to perform as MCs during the main weekend of Italian week, uh, a cultural festival, which takes place every year in the month of August. It's a huge deal. Everyone goes with their nonna. Uh, unfortunately it's not, I mean, it came at literally the worst possible time. It's unclear if festivals are going to happen at all this year, large public gatherings. Uh, I think the next day after we got the approval and we got the okay to be doing a live pod, which would have been so coveted, just like we got the accreditation of the Euro. It's not been our year. Um, it was taken away in the government of Quebec. The local government said no public festivals until September 1st. End of August. Yeah. <laughs> Nick, uh, thoughts? Uh, it's tragically hilarious. We, we could say we got it. We could say we got it's it. Tra- it's, most, it's tragically it's so, hilarious. We still haven't. We, we're, we're, going on, we're going on year three here. We're in our third year doing this. We still haven't covered a major tournament. It's actually – that is, that is so wild. The major, right. tur- major tournaments are in two-year cycles. Yeah. And we haven't covered one, and it's yep. been three years. So uh, maybe we're the maybe we're the curse. Yeah, story of our life. Get at us on YouTube. You could rewatch this podcast. We'll upload it on YouTube at the Cultural Podcast. There's going to be no edit whatsoever. I'll struggle to try to get music in. Um, obviously, this is more of an audio experience. But uh, yeah, check it out on YouTube if you want to see our belle facce. You want to see my staircase. You want to see what Makeda's name read backwards is, and you want to see Nick's uh, Nick's attempt at a haircut. Nick, you want to show him one last time before we wrap up for the for the hurdles that are still with us. I'm not doing the rest of my oh, off. That's Matteo Destra. That's Matteo Destra 2014 hair is what you got right there. Not a, not a good look. Listeners, thanks again for listening to this episode. Uh, stay safe. Stay inside. Hopefully the next time we get at you, if it is in a couple of weeks, maybe we will be a little bit closer to resuming. Again, maybe. wear your masks. And uh, we'll see you soon. Stay inside. Ciao. Ci becchiamo nel vendo sopra il booster. Hanno fatture non un palo di buste. Mando tutto io. Svuota il freezer. Già passaggio assicurato sopra questo diesel. Vendo sopra il booster. Hanno fatture non un palo di buste. Mando tutto io. Svuota il freezer.
paesaggio passaggio assicurato sopra questa diesel Infami tornano in fila, ho detto alla mamma che mo vado a Milan Te non darò opinioni se vesti fila, giuro che sei un bambino, non sei duemila Vorrei avessi la fame e la mia per capire le cose Divido l'acqua e mose, vive da un po' mosse, situazioni e cose Dico cosa le faccio, no non parlo e basta Tu non ne so, fa meglio smetti col rap Oppure talent, giuro, fanno per te Per fare sti band, mi divido in tre Andiamo! I'm Sam and I'm Nick and this is the Calcio Podcast. So we obviously talk about Calcio, we talk about soccer in Italy, but not only that, we like to talk about everything. We like to laugh, we like to make fun of each other, we just don't really take ourselves too seriously. We do like to joke around, but if you take us seriously, people, the joke is on you. You can find us on all major platforms, we're on SoundCloud, we're on iTunes, and you can get at us on Twitter and on Instagram at Calcio Podcast. That is Calcio, C-A-L-C-I-O. We'll see you there. Ciao, ciao. Adesso si finisce che una donna ti tradisce.